I think oftentimes what gets in the way of us being successful at whatever it is that we're doing, it's not because we don't take the big step. It's because we aren't taking enough of the small steps on a day-to-day basis. Hey, I'm Harrison. When was the last time you had a deep, meaningful conversation with somebody? If it's been a while, don't worry. You're in the right place. This podcast is designed to open your mind to new perspectives and topics in the realms of health, personal growth, and, well, life. Welcome to the Let's Talk About Life podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Let's Talk About Life podcast. My name is Harrison King. Thanks so much for tuning in. You're making your health, your wellness, your your everything, personal growth, <laughs> a priority in your life. And uh, you want to feel better? Well, you're in the right place. That's what we're here to do. And uh, today's episode is definitely going to help you figure out where you need to be putting your time and energy into because we're talking about purpose. That's right. And it's all about feeling better and and just being healthier and things like that. And if you want to be healthier and feel better and you feel like you've been struggling a little bit, an easy way to fix that or start to work on it is getting yourself a pair of these blue light blocking glasses that I have on. <laughs> By now, you probably, if you're a regular listening listener of the show, know what I'm talking about. But it's these natural blocks, blue light blocking glasses that I got on here. If you can't see me, uh, they look nice. They got a little bit of a yellow tint, but why is that? Well, they block 88 to 100% of the harmful blue light spectrum, uh, and these are Canada's best quality blue light blocking glasses from my friends over at Natro Academy. NatroAcademy.com, N-A-T-U-R-O, Academy.com. If you head on over there and grab yourself a pair of these, you can use the code Harrison10 when you check out, and you're going to get 10% off. That's right. And uh, the reason I keep preaching these so much and, and telling you about them so much is because they, they're they necessary. Like you need these if you're on screens, even if you're inside a lot, things like that. It, it I can't even explain to you the impact it's going to make. So make sure you do that. All right. Now, this episode is going to be a gooder. I sat down with Joey Chandler. He is a purpose coach. If you didn't know that was a thing, it is a thing. And it is a great thing. He is phenomenal. He um, will help you to define or clarify your purpose in two questions. All right. That sounds, if it sounds too simple and too good to be true, well, it's it's not. It is It is true. We talked about it. And he actually has a quiz on his website, joeychandler.net. And I would actually encourage you before you start this episode to pause it, head on over to there, joeychandler.net. Take his little um, quiz and figure out what your purpose is. Yes, it's that easy. We've realized after this chat today, you'll realize it's that easy. It's only going to take a couple minutes. So go try that out. And after you've done that, come on back and let's dive in to this episode with Joey Chandler. Joey, thanks so much for joining me here on the show today. I'm excited about this one because I've talked about purpose in a previous episode, which uh, is with a friend. We were just having a little chat, but uh, you are, I don't know if we'd say an expert, but if, the, if, there's, if there is a such thing, but you definitely have surrounded yourself the question, what is purpose and all that stuff. And um, I would love, before we start off, for you to just kind of introduce yourself and talk a little bit about your story and how you got to where you are and what you're doing. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So I am, hold on one second here. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I am a purpose coach. And ultimately what I do is I help people figure out who we, uh, who they are and what they're about and then how to be more of that in the world. And I... Uh, I look at purpose as I say that uh, we all have something at our core, something like love or joy or happiness. 
and that that thing is part of a spirit or soul or energy, or maybe it's just the way the brain is wired. You know, I don't know where it comes from, but we have something at our core and that our purpose, why we are here is to experience and to share that thing. So then our jobs, like your podcasting, the coaching that you do, the activities that you do, those are all things that are reflections and manifestations of whatever's at your core, but those things are not your purpose. And what this allows for this approach is it's, and so your purpose is not the activity that you do. It's not the mission. It's not your job. It's not that you're here to experience and share something. And basically the idea is that, uh, you know, most, most religions and most faiths have some idea that we have something at our core that we have, you know, there's some, there's something there. And what I've started to just look at is, is okay, if that thing is there, then our, we're here to experience it because it wouldn't be there if we're not here to experience it. And if you, you can't really experience something if, or your ability to experience something is limited if you can't share it. You have to, you know, to be able to share it. And of course, you can't share something that you're not experiencing. So if you're, you know, I'm about freedom myself. So if I'm feeling something less than free, it's going to be hard for me to share it with, with other people. And if I'm around people who are experiencing something less than freedom, it's going to be hard for me to be able to experience it myself, or there'll be a cap or a, a limit on it. And so um, this whole, this idea of this, 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 we're here to experience something and share it. So it creates a back and forth and it makes it really nice because what happens is, is that people figure out that they're about love or joy or happiness. And then they can ask two main questions, which are, how can I help myself experience that today? And that helps with self-care, um, you know, just making sure that you're you're grounded in who you are. And then how can I help other people? And and that will help you with your business, your self-expression, your message, your, you know, all sorts of different things. But you, you go back and forth. Sometimes you have to look at yourself. Sometimes you have to look at other people. 100%. Um, and I'm really curious how you personally got into this, because this is something, I mean, a lot of people think about, you know, we kind of question ourselves, whatever, but to really dive into this, um, has it just always been of interest to you? Is there something that happened? What did you used to do if there was anything before this? How did you, you know, get to? Yeah. So I'm one of those, those people that did like a thought, you know, my resume is, you know, lots and lots of different things, but throughout my, you know, you could say whatever my career is, is that I've always been involved in coaching and training people in, in different ways. I've coached snowboarding in Japan. I, um, I led large transformational uh, classes and workshops here, uh, here in, in the Bay Area. And when I, every job that I worked at, I always included trying to train people on something. So I've always been coaching. But the thing that really got me into purpose is uh, I did these tribute videos for people. And these are videos, if you wanted to do a video, say for your mom, we would get 30 or 40 or 50 of her very best people saying what they love and appreciate about her. And they, or they would say, you know, mom is amazing and brilliant and beautiful and, and those sorts of things. And we put them all together and you show them at a, um, uh, a birthday party or an anniversary or something of the sort. And I did several hundred of those videos. And somewhere along the way, I started to see that there was always a theme in the video. The person was about love or joy or happiness. And it wasn't a, wasn't a, super loud or overt sort of thing, but it was always there. Once I started to see it, it was always there. And then I started reading books on knowing your purpose and knowing your why and that sort of thing. 
And it dawned on me that that theme that I was seeing, that was that person's purpose. That's who they were, how they acted and interacted with people. And, uh, and then I did, since I did videos from people from seven to 90 all over the world, it just, it just made me realize that we all have this thing. We have this thing that's in the background of our lives. It's there and we just have to bring it to the foreground. And then, so then I just started, I just started exploring because I knew people were looking for purpose. I was like, wow, this is amazing. So I spent the first couple of years really trying to figure it out. And, and I developed a process that's, that's quite quick to help identify the core and what that means. And then I started to put in, um, uh, you know, ways that people can use it. And the, the interesting thing is, is as I developed this process, you know, I, I, I fell under the, um, the allure of creating a really complex and a program that was very, you know, had lots of bells and whistles and it just didn't work. And then especially when under last year, this 2020, when COVID came around, I just realized that we really have to keep things simple because people have, there's just, there's just too much pressure, too much stuff, too much weight going on. And what I found is that the best thing that I can do for people is to help them identify who they are at their core and then really hold the space for them to really be in that self-inquiry of how can I help myself experience that and how can I help others? And I put in, there's, I have some tricks and tips and a few structures to help with it, but mostly what I do is hold space for people to be more of themselves. Because when you're more yourself, you're just more likely to take the actions that you know to take that will work for you. And you're likely to have the, the grit and the determination and the resolve to get past the places where you're stuck. Yeah, I, I like how you really focus on not telling people what to do, especially things like this. I mean, you can't tell somebody, but we all have it within. And, and it's a really neat way to think about it, that it's all inside. You know, we all have it and it's being brought out. Now, you've mentioned a couple different kind of, uh, I guess, categories of purpose, I guess you would say. Um, you said love, joy and happiness. What are what are those and how do they present and how can we start to find what what, you know, is really important to us? Yeah. So after having talking to several thousand people, I've the five main, you know, what I call your purpose word, the thing that's at your core, the, the five main ones that I found in and this is in the English language, of course, is love, joy, happiness, excitement, and freedom. And, and it's pretty interesting when people, when I walk people through the process and ask them the questions and they land on their word and I ask them, and people can actually experience this. I have a survey that just takes a couple of questions. And, and Harrison, you you filled it out, correct? Yes. So there's there's just a couple of questions. And I, I'm assuming we'll have a link in the show notes and that sort of thing. Yeah, we'll put it all down but, there for sure. Yeah, but there's just a couple of questions. And when someone lands on their word, like happiness or joy, like they light up. They, there's there's this physical, you can see their energy. They smile. And it's it's. And someone may say, like, I, you know, be thinking about happiness, but then they land on joy and they totally light up. Or they'll be thinking about joy, but they land on happiness and it's their word and they, they, they completely light up. And so I put purpose as something that you experience and share and not what you do. And the really nice part about that is you can then, any part in your life, you can think about, okay, I'm about love or joy. And how can I bring that to the situation? And it doesn't mean like willy nilly, you know, dancing through the tulips sort of happiness where you you're you're ignoring everything. It's much more about you have this this deep sense of of what you know happiness means and how can you bring that to challenging situations. Yeah, you you focus on or you at least you kind of advertise is like two questions, right? Is is the thing find your purpose? Well, start to find your purpose in two questions. 
let's let's talk about those two questions and how if that's something you want to share and uh, we can start to dive into that you know internally and the listeners and everybody. Yeah. Well, do you mind if I pull talk about the 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 answers you provided? Yeah, let's do that. And I did do it. I was in the middle of something a little bit, but I was like, I want to make sure I do this. So, uh, like you said, I'm curious to see if my answer has changed now that we talk. Okay. You know, when you bring out a little more, but let's do it. Well, you said, you said you were about happiness. Yes. And that happiness, happiness meant to you helping others, being successful, friends and family growing and in music. Yes. Does that feel about right? I think so. And then now you're talking about freedom. I would also relate to that as well. So I, would you say that some of these like overlap a little bit? They, yeah, there usually is. Well, let me ask you this. Are you are you more about people being happy and freedom as part of that? Or are you about people being free and happiness as part of that? Uh, it would be happy then and freedom and yeah. being a part of that. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, and this is the, the, the thing is, is that it's it, what happens is, is that we go from something in our heart and our gut. Your first answer was your heart and your gut. And then we start thinking about it. And, and this is what I, what I call we adultify things. And that's why, and that's why so many purposes, when you talk to people about, about their purposes, you know, my purpose is here to elevate humanity or transform this or, you know, do this. And they're very, very heady things. And they're not in your heart and your gut. And if, if, again, if, if you believe that you have a spirit, soul, energy, something of that sort, then that thing was there before, you know, you learned about any effort, before you learned about any mission, before anything. And so it's a matter of what is that, and then how can you be more of that? And and here's some and here's some really cool parts. Uh, so let me ask you this: How you're you're into mind, body, soul, and that that sort of thing? What is something that you could do that would help you experience more happiness in your life? Um, there's all kinds of things. I think a lot of for me um, right now, I guess it would change. You know, depending on the situation. Right now, it would definitely be being with others and even just conversations like this, to be honest with you, talking about things and kind of in-depth things, that stuff. I mean, that makes, I'll leave this going, whoa, like I just feel so good, so happy, right? Um, and that's that's the kind of thing. So obviously, I guess those are the things to focus on, hey? Yeah, so like, because you put down friends and family are, and now we're, we can say that we're friends. And, and, and so that's important to you. So you could put in, and the ability to make use of our purpose and to really experience it and to share it, is based in large part on the systems that we have in our life. Like happiness doesn't occur to you just because you want it to. You have to have systems and structures and activities that help you. So being a podcaster is a way, is a system for you. It's a structure for you to connect with people. Mm, yeah. It's interesting to think about it that way when you start to, you know, we, lots of times things like this, you go, oh, oh, it's a hobby. It's something I enjoy or whatever. But there's obviously, you know, there's, there's a, it's coming from somewhere, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and the other part is, let me look at your thing. So you also have um, growth. Yes. Um, you know, and since music is a part of it, I, you know, if I were coaching you, I'd say, hey, let's have more music or let's ask, let's have conversations about music as, as part of this would, would start to check off all these different things. Well, that's it. That one is there because I'm actually, my main thing is I'm a musician. Um, so that's why it's such a big part of my life. But it makes me happy, right? So I, I love I love that. Now, if there's people that are kind of, they're not able to have a one-on-one -on -one chat with you or someone like you, and they're going through and listening to the, or looking at those five things, and, and they kind of are resonating with more than one, what are questions they can ask themselves or how to narrow down and really find what that one is so they light up, like you said? Yeah, what, what lands in your heart and your gut? Like, you just ask, are you more about, like I asked with you, are you more about happiness 
and, and freedom is a part of that, or are you more about freedom and happiness is a part of that? And you, you were instantly happiness. Like it was, it was, it was just very clear. And that, and that's what I find that, that people with, with these very core emotions, people just know it's not, it's not complicated for people to know it's just like, what's the one that's above and what's the one that's below. And you choose that. I'm definitely hearing that it's not, you said, uh, what'd you say, adultifying or whatever the word was you used. Definitely this something is, is it's more of a feeling. It's not a thinking kind of exercise, right? Yeah. And, and the thing to know too, is that, that we're not talking about simple, a sense of happiness that's um, just very simple. The way we have used happiness and joy are, has been very simple, but it's in, and kind of like willy nilly, but these are actually very powerful words. I mean, if you can think about it, like just imagine if our education system fostered happiness or our political systems fostered happiness or our, the, um, I don't know, the insurance system fostered happiness or joy. You know, like you could take these as big as you want. And the real power of this approach is that you, you, can, you can apply it to big things, but then you can say, okay, how can I bring some happiness to my relationship with mom, dad, son, husband, you know, whoever. And you, you can start to say, okay, uh, how, what's, how does happiness show up in my music? Or where it does, you know, where does it not? Now, the, the thing to know is, 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 again, is happiness is a big, broad word, and it's going to mean different things to different people. So something that you can do, because I, on, you know, you're, um, and I think you're right to do this, is the idea, of, you're not just about mind, body, and soul, but you're about mind, body, soul, and community. And, and, because you can't really take care of yourself in those areas without having community or, or you it's just let's say limited and one of the ways that you can really connect with people is that you now can go out and say hey you know what i'm about people being happy and what happiness means to me is yeah what, what happiness means to me is um uh, helping others being successful friends and family growth and music that's what happiness means to me out of curiosity, what does happiness mean to you? And you can talk to the person and they'll, they'll tell you. And, and they may not be about happy, but they'll, they'll have a sense of what, what the happiness is to them. And you can start to explore and say, okay, how can we help you with your, you know, your mental well-being or your physical well-being or your, your spiritual well-being that would help you experience more of that happiness? Right. I love this way of thinking about it because it's, it, it is a pretty, it can be a broad term. These, these words can be broad, but that means you can, you can tailor it in and apply it to any situation or anything yeah. you're feeling or anything like that. One thing that, that, uh, I would like to touch on, which I kind of already anticipate your answer, but, um, as we grow and we learn new things and, and we kind of change throughout our lives, whatever, um, do you believe, or have you noticed that our purpose changes or is it staying pretty similar? Let me ask you this. How long have you been about people being, being happy? Yeah. And then I would say all my life. Yeah. Cause again, it's, again, it's, 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 it, it's, I don't do it because I, I'm like, I look at it just as kind of a, like, like the kind of the, what is the evidence? If you believe this thing is part of a spirit, soul, energy, something that's somehow core to you, then that thing was, has, was there and has been there your entire life. And even if you didn't know what it was like, you would have known what the feeling was like, and it would have shown up in your life in a variety of ways. Now, purpose is not about perfection. And, and the fact is, is that we all have far more experience being who we think we should be rather than who we actually are. 
So now that you're about, once you start to recognize that you're about people being happy, you can look back in your life and see all these places where you've helped yourself be happy and you've helped other people be happy. And I'm sure there's a whole bunch of places where you have, you have failed at that, where you've stumbled in that. And, and now you can look back and say, okay, but the nice thing about this is that it provides a stepping stone. We don't have to try to recreate happiness for you. We just have to look back and say, okay, here's some places where you've been happy. What allowed for that to happen? What, what are the places where you weren't? What got in the way of that? And how can we use that as a foundation to step forward to grow? Mm-hmm. And, and like we've said, like everybody knows, like when you actually think about it, you'll instinctively know. But if you're not regularly thinking about it or like you're saying, applying it and or it's you're not seeing it show up in different aspects of your life, you're not really focusing on it so much. Um, but once you start to do that, have you noticed that once people, obviously it's always there, but once they start to focus on it and think about it more, what are the kind of benefits that you've seen? Well, like what, is, what changes have happened in people's lives? Why should we be focusing on really diving into our purpose? You, the science of purpose of really knowing who you are, being authentic is there's all sorts of, um, you know, longer life, feeling better. Um, people feel more attractive. You're more focused on what's important. But what I see that I think is just really, really interesting is people take small steps. You take the baby steps. Because I think oftentimes what gets in the way of us being successful at whatever it is that we're doing, it's not because we don't take the big step. It's because we aren't taking enough of the small steps on a day-to-day basis. And when you're feeling down about yourself, when you're feeling really disconnected, again, it's not the big steps. You have, you know, you you go take a workshop and you go do the thing, you do the big step, but it's the day-to-day baby steps that really make a difference. And what I found is, is that when you're when you're more clear on who you are, you're just more likely to go, okay, what's a what's a step I can take? I did, had this conversation with a, a woman last week on on Clubhouse, and it was just in a, a, a room. We were just talking, and she came back to the same room the following week, and she's like, oh, my gosh. And she described how she put Post-it notes all around her house, to like, and somehow it, was, it helped her get organized. And, and she had this whole thing. And I had no idea what she was talking about. Like I, I didn't, I couldn't quite follow everything, but you could tell she was lit up. She was energized in a way that she hadn't been before. Yeah, it just makes it when we're, when we're talking about this, it makes me really think about uh, the obstacles that come along with it, right? And and I said the word failure. I don't know if that's the right word, but like when you're not following your purpose, once you know what it is, or once you like are aware of it, and you do things that aren't aligned with that, um. Uh, wh- what do you suggest to kind of overcome those obstacles that we put in our, you know, put in our way? Yeah. Well, again, I'm going to go back. Do you mind if we use, use your, use you as an example? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So the idea on this is um, any place that you're experiencing something less than happiness there, it's your purpose, but for you, happiness, one of your pillars, and that's those five things, one of those pillars are missing. So is there a place that you'd be willing to share with me and, you know, the rest of the world where you're experiencing something less than happiness right now. Right now, uh, I would say in that friends and family, not necessarily family, I'm with my family at the moment, but in the that category with friends and family and not being able to see see friends um, and, you know, people really important to me. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So in terms of not being able to see your friends and family, that's the place where you're not experiencing happiness or your friends, you said, not family, but friends. Which one of these do you think you could either... Um, is either missing or you could elevate. 
helping others, uh, being or feeling or being successful, friends and family, growth, or music? Which one of those do you think you could elevate that would make a difference with your relationship with your friends? Probably the helping others aspect. Okay, say some more about that. How would that? Well, well, it just makes me think because because it's a you know helping others is kind of a communication social thing. I get a lot out of that, and when I think it's easy to fall um, victim to people aren't reaching out right now. It's their fault. It's my fault. Whoever, whatever. But when you go, I've I, based on past experience. When I go out of the, my way, you know, to help others, just 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 to do it because I like to do it. That other stuff comes, you know, and it gets reciprocated, and I start to feel that I guess that sense of purpose, happiness through those those, those through those things. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the other thing is, is are you reaching out and asking for the help that you need? Not enough. And this is something I have shared before. And, and I'm, I think everybody's always trying to work on it and be aware of it. But, um, that definitely, you know, that definitely is part of it and making sure that you're, you're good. Right. Right. Yeah. That, and that's the idea is that helping others is not just about me helping you, but also me opening the space for you to help me. Because oftentimes people who are really good at helping other people are not so good at, at asking for or receiving the help of others. And purpose is always that, again, that is back and forth thing. So for you, one thing that would make a difference with your uh, your friends is just reaching out, say, hey, how can I help? What can I do to help you out? And what can, um, you know, by the way, could you help me with this? This is what I'm trying to do. Yeah. It's such a unique way of thinking of it. And it's so simple. I mean, you got to figure it out, man. <laughs> and it's so, it, it's so simple, but it, it, it almost is revolutionary when you think of it that way. Like you, you, it's such a simple question. You said, which area can you focus on more to make this one feel better? And I'm sure we can apply that to anything in our lives, not even just purpose, right? Well, the, the idea is, is that you're about happiness. That's, that's who you are. So any place where you're, you're experiencing something less than that, that's where you're not, you're not, able to be either express either be or express your full self and you're not going to be as effective as you as you could be and and so and this is where the idea is not me telling you what to do like i never could have come up with that answer for you you know i could have i mean i could have said you know like oh you want to have friends and family schedule time or you know i could have done a whole bunch of things but by putting it back on you and, and exploring that with you and just simply holding the space for you to come up with your own answer I think you're going to come up with an answer that is more authentic and real to you and allows you to be more of an expert in yourself. And I think ultimately you're more likely to take that action than if I had told you to do that. And the big thing I'm, I'm getting from all of this is that we just need to really believe ourselves that we have this, this within us and give ourselves, if you don't have somebody else around, give yourself that space, like you said, the space to sit there and think about these things and let them let them come to light i have an interesting uh interesting kind of question um, hold on one second before you go i just want to point something out though yeah that um there's three main things that you that you really um need to kind of grow that sense of purpose one is clarity and just getting a sense of what it is and the next part is consistency it's like you, you go out and practice and what i call build up your purpose muscles because we all have far more experience being who we think we should be rather than who we actually are so now that you know you're about happiness, you want to go out and kind of practice it and put in some systems and structures and those sorts of things. And then the third thing is community. Because you can't, 
it's near impossible to really make the most of your purpose by yourself. Because there's things that I can see about you that you can't see and vice versa. And that by being engaged in conversations, like I'm about freedom, you know, I can share what freedom means to me. You can share what happiness means to you. And you and I could have a much deeper, authentic and real conversation. And we'll learn, but that all comes from community. So when people are struggling, a lot of times it's because they're struggling by themselves. And they don't have a community or people to hold the space just to let them kind of move into, you know, to just to grow into being themselves. And our our culture is not very good at this. Our, you know, friends and family aren't very good at this. That's why we're not very good at this. So we got to give each other a little space and a little, a little grace to not be perfect and recognize that it's a, you know, it's a, uh, it's a community thing, which is why my, one of my missions, I have a, a podcast called What's Your Purpose? One of my missions is just to normalize people talking about your purpose. I want people sharing, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. This is where I'm doing great. And you know what? Here's where I'm struggling. Yeah. And that's a big thing. And I try to do that on here uh, and and just in life in general. I mean, just sharing, being authentic. I talked about that in a previous episode, actually, and and what that can do. And this is this is like the truest form of being authentic to yourself. When you can follow that, I mean, like you're saying, it's an innate thing, whether you believe in it spiritually or not, you know, there's definitely something there. Um, you mentioned something interesting about we kind of, I don't know what you said specifically, but we're, we can focus on things that we think like are our purpose, you know, things that we've maybe uh, fabricated or based on a society or whatever. We're like, this is it, you know, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be working this job or whatever it is. Um and if somebody has really gone down that like kind of rabbit hole and they genuinely like truly believe that's their purpose, how do you start to go, oh, nope, it's it's one of these things and and open your mind to that if you're just so focused in that tunnel vision? Again, this is where we you want to define what purpose is. So I define purpose very much inside of the experience, the feeling, like our ability to experience and share, you know, for you, happiness, for me, freedom, and all of the activities that we do are reflections and manifestations of that. So oftentimes I'll work with people, they'll come in and they'll they'll say like, you know, I hate my job. They'll be stuck in a, a job that they don't like or, you know, and all this kind of thing. And they're like, I'm so far from my purpose. But what this, this theory says is that you wouldn't have taken that job had it not fulfilled on your purpose in some way. And, and maybe you were completely wrong or maybe the circumstances changed and it's really not. But at some point, you you just wouldn't have taken that job. Like, given there's a bazillion different jobs, you wouldn't have taken that particular one if it didn't fulfill on you in some way. And what there is to do is when you get clear on who you are, you can look back and say, okay, here's how that job was about love or joy or happiness or whatever it was. Here, you know, here's where it was, and here's where it's not. Now, I can do two things. I can either look for ways for me to put happiness into the job and, you know, to kind of work on that right now allows me to stay. Or I can say, you know what, I'm about people being, say, joyful. I have come as far as I can in this particular role. And now it's time for me to, to move on to something else. But you have that as a foundation rather than blowing it up and, you know, like I'm out of here. And, you know, cause I've done that and you, and you waste all that time and energy that you put into that, uh, that particular job. Right. For sure. Um, I'm curious because we have different, we've determined different, different purposes. 
what we both, you know, resonate with. I'd like you to speak a little bit about freedom, what it is to you and and that kind of side of things cuz cuz I'm I'm curious how that presents and and how you find and maybe even just the other ones too like um because not all of us will feel all of them obviously. So you want to talk about all of them kind of a little individually? Well, my for me freedom is um knowing who you are, having integrity, helping other people and letting them help you help you seeing the greatness in yourself and others and then getting paid for what you love to do. That's that's my definition of freedom. All the other ones I I can't speak to because those are those are somebody else's. And what I what we do is uh, you know so as a purpose coach, I I help people experience the freedom of knowing who they are. And then I help them put in the structures and the systems so that they can you know, get the help that get help and help other people see the greatness in themselves and others have integrity, take actions that are aligned with who they are, as opposed to who they aren't, and then ultimately get paid for what they love to do. That's, you know, that's what I do. And, and you know, I can look back and I, I've been a video producer, a video producer, a photographer, a um, ski coach, you know, I've been all sorts of things and freedom shows up in all of those. Like I was a, uh, <laughs> Um, I worked at a sporting goods store here in San Francisco for a while, and I ended up managing a store. You had like 90 people working underneath me, but what I was the very best at was selling shoes. I went in and I, and I sold shoes. I, and when I figured out this purpose stuff, I'm like, God, how was that about selling shoes? And what it was is when people walked into my department, I related to them as an athlete. I just asked them like, well, what are you training for? And in San Francisco, especially in the the 2000s, the vast majority of people were training for something, you know, a, a triathlon, a marathon, the, you know, everybody's training for something. So it wasn't a, a, it wasn't a forethought to think that they were, but I treated them like an athlete. I gave them the freedom to say, I am an athlete. I, and I acknowledge like, who are you? And, and all these different aspects of, of who I was showed up in that work as a person selling shoes. And I was, you know, honestly, I was very, very good at it. As I got promoted up, I actually, uh, as I became a manager, I actually struggled as a manager. I ended up getting fired from that job as a manager because I wasn't clear on who I was as a manager. And I was trying to be all things to all people. And I wasn't seeing the greatness in myself and in other people. And I, and I, you know, I wasn't integrity. There's all these things that were missing that had me struggle in that particular role. But what you can do is when you figure out who you are and, and again, everyone go, you know, take the survey, just, just a couple of questions. It just takes a few minutes. You can start to see that and then you can just start to practice and build up yourself. Mm-hmm. And and it's just, I've said this already once in this call, but this is so interesting that it, you can really see you're just selling shoes, right? Like it's not like you're out there trying to promote freedom or anything, but you can, if you, it's like anything. I mean, you can find something within any activity or experience that you want to see. And if you can focus on, on what you've, found within you. I mean, that's, that's crazy. You could literally be doing anything. Yeah. I had, a, you know, I work with, um, uh, people in the financial planning world and, you know, accountants and financial planners and, uh, uh, insurance people, you know, people who you think are very traditionally are, are very boring and, and that sort of thing. And what I have found is that they have a huge commitment to people and what's there is when when they get in touch with their I had one client who he was about um, uh, he was about joy, and and so he just started talking about it. I was like well what 
are, are you experiencing joy or what would be joyful for you in your retirement? And he gets people talking about that. And then he just talks about joy and, and are you experiencing joy and how you're managing your money? And just, just talking about joy. And then that gave him the foundation to have the relationship to where, you know, having money conversations is not something that most people have fun with or, or definitely don't have joy with, but he was able to start bringing joy and he grew his business because he could bring that part of it to the conversations, which are, you know, quote, you know, boring or hard or tough. Yeah. You can bring it out in other people, right? Like, I mean, you said it's a reciprocal thing. And when you start to think of it as not being, it is your, you know, it's your purpose, it's your thing, but as, as a communal, you know, um, I don't know what the word is, like experience, I guess, you know, you can bring it out in others and they can bring it out in you. And then we, and we just, that's, and that's how you grow, right? You're going to start to experience new things and, and stuff like that. First of all, you mentioned, you mentioned the quiz. So can you just tell people where to go to find that just if they want to take this little, little, little thing? Yeah. So it will be um, in the, in the show notes here is on my website at joeychandler.net. And currently, I'm not sure when this will come out, but currently it's in my Instagram bio. You can you can click on that, and you can you can just fill it out, and it's it does a really it does a really pretty good job. I'm actually very excited about the results. I'm seeing people are landing on stuff that I think is very authentic. Now you may tweak some of the language a little bit as you go forward, as you practice it and start to own it more. But I, I think the results are I'm I'm pretty happy with the results. Yeah, and especially if you after if you've listened obviously this far and you're gonna go check it out, keeping those things in mind about you know just just everything we've talked about so far. Um, as we get towards the end here, I want you to kind of I want to give you the floor and say you know a lot of stuff about this, and we've talked about a certain number of things. But anything in particular that you kind of would really like people to know or to think about, or or even any interesting tidbits or, or things like that that you've discovered or find interesting over your you know time doing this. Well, I think right now that what I've really been exploring is the, the, the power and the impact that this has for people who are in creative fields, artists, musicians, actually I've talked to you about musicians on this, um, uh, actors, you know, and even, you know, social media people, people who are in the process of creating, I'm, I'm really interested in, and what I'm starting to see is that, you know, when you know who you are, that just gives you the foundation to be creative. You can, you don't have to, like, rather than thinking about like, oh, I have to figure out who I was. They didn't like that song. Now I got to figure out who, who I am and try to do it differently. My guess, and you can tell, I'd be curious what you think. Like, if you're clear on who you are, is that going to give you more freedom to create something that is authentic to you? And will it help you deal with the rejection? Because creative people deal with that. The crud load of, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to be polite here. It, you deal with a lot of rejection. Yeah. And I think that's a, uh, it's like, as we've been talking about this, that's something that's been going through my head because um, I do a lot of stuff and I do it because I love it, right? I'm, I make um, a lot of music production stuff. So I'm creating songs and whatever. But um, when you, if you can really, I'm not a songwriter in, in specific, but I have lots of friends that, that are. And thinking about it from that aspect that, it's so easy based on our society to go, I'm going to do this for, you know, I'm writing a song. It's going to be for you or it's going to be for the world or everybody on social media. So they like it, you know, and, and things like that. And it's not really our fault. We've kind of been conditioned to think that way, but 
I'm I'm I can't tell you specifically, but I know 100% that will change my the way I do it and and other musicians and specifically musicians I'm talking about. But when you come from an inner like a place within when you're creating anything, it makes people relate to it even more, which seems backwards. If I'm making it for you, you should like it. But if I make it for me, you'll probably relate to it even more because it's authentic, right? Yeah. And, the, you know, as you're saying this, I realize one of the real powerful aspects of this approach is because it's so everydayness, you know, you're, you bring happiness to everything you do. You know, you, you, you can't even, you can't go out the door without in some way creating happiness for yourself or others. That's just because that's just who you are. You have so much, uh, you have so much experience with happiness and you're going to, you're going to see different ways. So now you could create music that conveys different aspects of happiness and different flavors because you, you have so much more attention to that. And you're going to, you know, I'm thinking as a songwriter, it never occurred to me, like as a songwriter, you know, I, I can probably write songs about what freedom feels like in different ways, just by tapping into my everyday life that I wouldn't have, you know, if I was trying to figure out who I was. Yeah, well, it's like looking at things through a different lens. You can do that in anything, but again, we're talking about music or just honestly anything creative. You can focus on, like I'm saying, we're going to make this for somebody or we're going to, um, you know, wh- whatever that is. But if you think about it through the lens of this is really what I want, it- it's a whole different realm. That's not like a, I'm writing about a dinner date. You know, that's like a, that's a whole different thing. And specifically in the music world, that's a, if you write about that stuff, I mean, people people love it it's you're writing about things that experiences instead of just you know things that we can see or that are like you know we can touch and that kind of thing it's 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 more than that and i think that's really important yeah and and the the big part is is the the rejection side like you know it doesn't matter what anybody says to you now you know you're about happiness it doesn't matter someone can be like i don't like your music i don't like this i don't like that you're like okay that person's not for me i'm about happiness and he just was not, or she was not into my flavor of happiness. And then you can say, okay, was there something that I did that, that um, didn't allow for them to experience that? Like I'm looking at one of the reasons I developed the form that you filled out is because I'm about freedom. And I want people to be able to experience freedom going through my, you know, essentially my customer journey. I want a nice, simple way. And if I was forcing them into a call to have this conversation, like it just, it wasn't as free as it could be. So that, that was one of the, you know, kind of one of the the generators of this experience. And so like you could think about like in your, um, and you have a beautiful website, you can start to think like, okay, as people go through this process, are they going to experience happiness? And, and as the back end, as you start to get more and more clients, you're like, okay, am I experiencing happiness? What, you know, if, if you're overwhelmed, that's going to be something less than happiness. And then you can go and start to make adjustments. Yeah. There's so many similarities between uh, we discussed lots of different topics on here and it really all comes down to um, finding your own inner self value, things like that, sharing with others and and lastly, helping others. But you can only do that if you really take care of yourself. Um, and, and that's all, you know, we all need to focus on that, that to grow, I think. This has been phenomenal. This is so, so great. Um, we're going to come, come to the end of our time here, but I just want to thank you so much for coming on here and sharing all these. Uh, it's just such a, it's such a great perspective. So I really, really appreciate thank it. You. No, I appreciate it. appreciate the opportunity.
Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. I really appreciate you listening all the way through. I hope you got a lot out of it. I mean, we talked about some big things and made them they're pretty simple, actually. Realized the, the way that Joey talked about it. I mean, purpose is not as big of a thing as maybe we uh, as we think. And it can be we can approach it in a different way. I hope that's what you get out of it. At least a uh, new perspective. If you like what he had to say and you didn't take the quiz, go ahead on over to his website, which is joeychandler.net, um, and you can take the quiz, try to figure out what your purpose is. Just two questions. That's all it is. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram and Facebook, all that good stuff, uh, joeychandler70, and all the links stuff down in the show notes. So if you don't, don't want to listen to me, just say that and take notes. Go check them out down in the show notes. In the meantime, everybody... Have a great rest of the day. Keep loving life, and we'll chat with you later. For more information about this episode or the show itself, head on over to HarrisonKingOfficial.com. There you'll be able to find the show notes, transcriptions, and videos for every episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk About Life Pod. Now get out there and have a deep, meaningful conversation in your own life. We'll chat with you next time.